Wednesday, and of course, it's me, Shawnee Curry Saintville, the host of Purse Empowerment TV, Claudianne Hilbert Smith, the resident real estate guru, and uh, one of your favorite financial advisors, Scott Maduro. And I have to tell you, money has never been talked about so sexy. Sassy. Hey, real sassy. <laughs> All righty. So this, 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 this is what we're giving you this week. What we're putting in your purse is the ultimate Mother's Day gift. Yes. And we're going to be talking all about four things mommy did not teach you about real estate yes alrighty so I'm using that title again because when you do feel a little bit of pain it makes you want to perk up okay it makes you want to think about some of the things that you really wish that your mother had shared with you but I do want to use this platform to do two things one if you feel like there has been some gaps in information as it relates to your mother sharing financial wisdom with you um you may want to give her a pass because what mommy didn't teach you is likely because mommy didn't know it so how you reinvent and recreate from that place of not knowing is simply by giving what it is that you wish that you had so after listening to this show it's entitled four things you wish your mother would have taught you about investing hopefully we're going to close in some of your uh, wealth wisdom gaps information that you don't have access to and then after you listen in you're going to take the notes from this conversation and then share these wealth wisdoms with your children so that 15 10 20 years ago doesn't pass and then your child is on the radio talking about you know what my mom didn't teach me nothing mm-hmm. about investing so now we're going to close in that gap and uh, we're going to go ahead and let uh, Sky Maduro our resident financial advisor um, start this conversation talking about one thing her mother didn't teach her about investing. Hey there. Hey now. So um, one of the things my mom did not teach me about investing is that having money requires you to have a relationship with your money. So she taught me to invest in myself, to take care of myself, to take a bath, to comb my hair, to represent her well when I'm out in public because I'm her child. But she didn't teach me that having a relationship with money you know, means that I should invest that money, which would in turn help me out. So why is it important to have a relationship with money? Because you have a relationship with money, then you invest in it. You have you you, you care about it. You you want to see it do well. Mm-hmm. You want to see it do good. When you have a relationship with somebody that you care about, you you don't want to see them go away. You don't want to hurt them. You don't you don't want them to 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 um, diminish. You know, mm-hmm. you want them to be built up. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a relationship with your money, then you know that you're supposed to invest that money so that it can in turn reward you for your due diligence. Um, so that's one of the things mom never taught me about money, having a relationship in terms of investments. Okay. okay. So can you open that up for me? Because that sounds very wonderful and very magical. But I, I am um, asking you these questions on the behalf of moms who, you know, the only time that they see the term investment is when they google it or mm-hmm. where they hear it in passing mm-hmm. and can you kind of open that up for someone who is just starting to say hey mm-hmm. um i want to invest we're gonna do the beginner we'll right. do the middle and right. then we'll do someone at the end so beginner this is what would you say that mommy had said to you in the beginning about investing i heard you say about the relationship with money but kind of correlate that to systematic practices that they can actually implement so first of all is saving 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 money is a type of investing mm-hmm. um, a lot of people you know you hear back in the day mattress money envelope money right. bank money um, so saving is a, t- a type of investing okay investing in yourself and so um, when you when you save, that's a, a elementary level of investing. Mm-hmm. So first of all, saving and learning all the vehicles that you can use for saving. 
And I'd like to delve a little bit more into that um, so that you understand how that is investing and what investing is and what that means and how we could relate it to our everyday lives. But when we come back from the break, we'll get back into that a little bit more. So thank you for your patience. We'll be back shortly. Thank you for tuning in to What's in Your Purse Wednesdays on Own Your Power Radio. Do you want more manageable hair? Is it dry and brittle? Got split ends? Nefertiti Secrets is an innovative system infused with a unique blend of nature's most nourishing ingredients, including moringa oil, keratin protein, aloe, sage, and rosemary extracts. Our formulas contain natural remedies that were used by ancient Egyptians. This amazing system will transform your hair with regular use and creates hair that's softer, silkier, and more beautiful than ever. Embrace royalty. For more information and to purchase your own products, go to NefertitiSecrets.com. And we are back on Own Your Power Radio. I am one of your hosts, Shawnee Curry-Stankville. And, of course, I am here with the other two hosts. We have uh, the real estate guru, Claudianne Hilbert Smith. Did I say Hilbert? No. Start (laughs) over. It's Hib Burt. Got it. You heard Mm -hmm. that, guys? Claudian Hibbert Smith. And she actually has that. Oh, gosh. That over. And she actually has it. She actually has it phonetically pronounced here, guys. Uh, Go ahead. One more time for the viewers, Claudian. Put some respect on my name, Mishani. Uh, All right. Go ahead. Respect. Right. With a K. K. Respect. (laughs) That's funny. All right. So we have Claudian Hibbert Smith. There you go. Got it. And then we have Sky Maduro, which rolls off very easily, right? (laughs) Uh, So we're here talking all about four things that uh, our mothers did not teach us about investing. If you're just tuning into the show, um, just a little play on words. I definitely don't want you to start, you know, jugging up all of the memories of things that your mom didn't teach you um for sure but i definitely want to provide you with empowerment so that the gaps in information that your mothers didn't share with you you can now take those gaps and fill them with information with your own children um i believe that my mother did the absolute best with the information that she had available to her and uh because of her i'm sitting right here in this chair when the, the ideas mm-hmm. and you know so just paying a lot of homage yes. for even the things that mommy didn't teach but there's a whole lot of things that she did teach even when she didn't was teaching so it's just magical you were talking about investing before right? the break yes before the and, break and you know i was talking about relationship and i was talking about saving as being an, an, an initial part of investing um so once you learn how to save and understand um your relationship with money then you can um, begin to invest. And and so during the break, we were talking about, you know, what it looks like to invest, what investment looks like. Investment um, comes in different vehicles, as Claudianne talked about earlier, real estate investing. Um, that's, that's a way to invest. Um, that's a type of investment. Another type of investment is when you get your first, quote unquote, real J-O-B, your real job after you finish college or when you finish your program or technical school or what have you. Um, most corporations to attract you to work for them offer you a lot of benefits and one of the benefits being some type of retirement vehicle a retirement vehicle by the name of 401k 403b uh, things of that nature and so you would take advantage of that because some of them have a matching program and so they would match you dollar for dollar or a dollar and a quarter or a dollar two dollars for whatever you're putting in up to a certain point and so that's basically free money so um so you can start investing in that regard mom you can talk to your children about that when they're getting their first job making sure they participate in that company retirement program also another way to start investing is to think about you know as you're as you're being a mom and you're having children and you're talking about college planning you know uh, college planning uh, when you have your child is a good way to start investing and teaching your child about the importance of investing because then they'll see this account that's growing and they understand the purpose and they understand what it's for. So um, investing is basically saving but using a vehicle for your money to work for you. Well, well, let me ask you this. How secure is the 401k? A 401k is... I'm not to cut you off, but I've been hearing, you know, by the time I retire at 65, there will be no 401k. There will be no social security. Well, see, that's another conversation. Social security 
Probably because it keeps going down. The pot is going down. So you can't rely on Social Security okay. as a form of income for retirement. You have to supplement it with a 401k or with your self-funded retirement planning, which you can sit down with me and we can forecast that and do a personal financial plan. And I'll show you what it would take today to retire tomorrow, what that looks like. But at any rate, yes, people have lost money in their 401ks. That's because of how they had it vested, diversified in their 401k, in their portfolio. So it's important to have an advisor look at it who understands the market because while you do have your 401k, you also have access to allocating it in different ways, in different mutual funds. And if you're not aware of that, you could have all your eggs in one basket. And when that company or that investment goes goes bad, there goes your egg, your nest egg. And so it's good to diversify or have a financial planner, even though I may not be the one managing that 401k, if you are my client, I could take a look at that 401k for you and say, okay, let's diversify. Let's look at these different funds. And that way you you you, you spread the risk and you're not all in one basket to lose your 401k. Um, so that's another way that you could invest. All right. So, Sky, if you were, let's just take you back to your 12-year-old self and mommy mm-hmm. is working at her job and right. getting her checks and things like that. What do you kind of wish that she would have done so that you would have even known what that paycheck really meant for her, what it symbolizes, what it what it actually did as it relates to just seeing it. I mean, it, it, we're talking on a broad scale. What I really wish my mom would have done was sit down and show me that check and show me what these deductions are and what they mean. Because I remember when I got my first check, I said, who is FICA? I know that's who right. Is, who, who are these people taking who's money? Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who's taking this money out my check? Right. And why? Who gave them access? Right. So explain to me what this is. So give us the language, Sky. Give us the language. So, you so, get this check. So you get a check and there's deductions that come out because we live in a country, United States of America, and we call this man that takes money out of our check Uncle Sam, Mm -hmm. because Uncle Sam needs his portion. So we have the federal income tax that's coming out, FICA. Mm -hmm. We have um, Medicare coming out. Medicare gives you health insurance when you reach a certain age or you're on disability for two years or longer or you have end-stage renal disease. Um, Social Security comes out your check, and that's for when you're at the age of retirement, which you could start collecting as early as 62 and all the way up from there. So that comes out of your check. Um, And then whatever other deductions, you know, your company offers you to take out pre-tax, post-tax 401k, health insurance, accidental life insurance, all these wonderful things that these companies offer. But the other ones that we did not select automatically come out for a purpose. And so so remember, Medicare, Social Security comes out for a purpose, and so does your, your, um, your FICA, your federal income tax. And so depending on what you allocate in terms of the size of your family, you know, what your – uh, on your W two W four form, mm-hmm. what you fill out, um, what you say, the size of your family is determined. How much of that money comes out of your check every two weeks, every other week, every week, however often you get paid. So, so that alone can just um, that alone can be a teachable moment, you know, yes. because the first time your child doesn't need to see a check doesn't necessarily needs the first time that they actually get a check. You yes. know, some people don't have those conversations with their children because they are scared, you mm-hmm. know. But I think that if a child understands how much they have to live on, what's coming in, what's going out, the net income. So I'll I'll I'll, I'll take it, just take the baton a little bit and just talk about something my mother would have taught me about investing so one of the things about my mom is that my mom did not like cooking all the time right I cook every day, except well, on the she weekends. Couldn't, she was yeah, working exactly, right? Oh Essentially, she right? Time. Exactly. So she didn't have time, cat. right? Yeah. So she's like, my mother would not cook. She just like, mm, in the midst of her doing all the things she had to do, wasn't gonna be no cooking. So sometimes, you know, so when she did cook, she would cook like a big Pop. meal. Yeah. So. Every time when I would come home, I would swear like my mother had something against me. If I would come home and I would see that chicken and rice in that big pan, I'm like, you know, I thought we was eating out again, you know. (laughs) But uh, what my mother would do, I guess whenever she had energy, she created time, whatever the case may be, she would cook like these big um, things of you know, chicken and rice or whatever. So essentially what that taught me, and it's a very simple lesson to teach your children about money when it comes to investing, right? So when you get a big pan of chicken and rice, you're not going to sit up there and eat all the chicken and rice. 
right. in one night. Right in right. one night. That's right. just not going to happen. Not going to happen. You could think about that in the same way you would think about money. You're not going to eat all the rice. You're not going to spend all the money when you get the check. Shouldn't. What are you going to do with that chicken and rice? <laughs> you shouldn't. shouldn't. Right? There's a big really difference. <laughs> yeah. Well, we do know that if you did decide to go ahead and eat all that chicken and rice, then there's going to be some repercussions. Yeah, you yeah. may not have no food on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You may, you know, you may gain too much weight because mm-hmm. you're spending in too many areas. So essentially, what would happen with this chicken and rice? We would eat some of the chicken and rice. We would share some of the chicken and rice. Mm-hmm. We would say save, save yeah. some of the, <laughs> the chicken, chicken and, rice. and rice. Yes, you understand. So yes. that is a very easy way to teach your children about money. That's mm-hmm. an easy way to have that conversation with your child. Hey, listen, my paycheck came right. So what we're gonna do with this? We're not gonna spend all of this check at one time. We're actually going to. Use some of it right now because mm-hmm. we have current expenditures. Mm-hmm. So that's we gonna that's basically eating. We're gonna right. eat some of this money right now. We're gonna save some of this money. Which is a form of investing. Right. right. And then we may share it or mm-hmm. invest it per se. You can put those in two different ways. But that is a very simple way to share information with your children about money. And we're gonna go ahead All and right. take a commercial break. Um, you're listening in to Own Your Power Radio, and you're listening to What's In Your Purse Wednesday.
Simone Kelly. And this is Hedmond Dubois, a.k.a. Dr. Goya. A.k.a. my Puerto Rican brother from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> and you could check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Own Your Power Radio, where we talk about personal and business development, relationships, sex, and anything else that comes to mind. Don't miss us every Wednesday night at Own Your Power Radio, the Own Your Power Lifestyle Show, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Keep it locked on OwnYourPowerLifestyle.com. Peace. Same. 
Thanks for tuning in to Own Your Power Radio. You are listening to What's In Your Purse Wednesday, and we're talking all about four things mommy didn't teach me about investing. So we are closing in the gap. The first thing that we said that we can do to kind of heal some of those wounds of mommy not giving us wealth wisdoms, maybe number one, forgiving her because she yeah. more than likely <laughs> didn't have the information herself to give it to you in the first place. Right. And then two, you recreate the situation by what it is that you give to your own children so so far we've talked about one thing is about teaching your children how to have a relationship with their money Mm -hmm. through sharing the relationship that you currently have with money Mm -hmm. Uh, we talked about saving by way of investing we talked a little bit about uh sharing with them the importance of investing in their 401k if a 401k is being available um at their employment and uh the last point we're going to get into is uh teaching them about retirement Retirement. Yes. That's a big one. That's huge. That's a big one. Because so many um, people I come across nowadays that come sit across from me don't have enough. They're outliving their money because they didn't properly plan. They didn't have a financial planner to guide them. And so they're outliving their money. And people are living longer now. People are living to age 100. You see that in the news all the time. And so, um, and at certain ages, you can't get life insurance policies and you can't go back to work because your body's not as strong as it used to be. So it's very important to plan for retirement. So we can't depend, as you you pointed out, Claudia, earlier about Social Security and your 401k and losing it. I lost a lot of money when we had the, you know, the downfall in 2001 after 9-11. And then again in 2009 when we had the other recession. I lost a lot of money in the market uh, in terms of my 401k and other things of that nature because of how I had the money divvied up. Mm -hmm. So had I had something on my own outside of what the company was offering at the time where I was working, then I would have had leverage. I would have had, you know, some more stability. I would have spread my risk. So I think it's very important that as we're thinking about retiring, A, identifying a time that we want to stop working when we think that we're going to stop working 35 whatever age that is <laughs> de- determine what age that is and you work backwards on what you would need to live until you pass Okay, so you want to retire, like Claudia says, 35, 45, 55, whatever that age is. How long do you expect to live? And if you expect to live till 70, 80, 90, look at your parents, look at your grandparents, and look at how long they outlived each other. And so if you expect to live, if you're retiring at 50 and you expect to live to 90, well, that's 40 years of not working. How are you going to sustain yourself? What do you have in place to ensure? Because Social Security at two fifty a month is not going to do it, especially if uh, you have a mortgage and the mortgage is nineteen hundred, eighteen hundred, twelve hundred. You know, you still have 15 years left to pay it off. So it's very important to sit down and do proper planning. So you have different ways and different ways that you can invest to 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 make sure that you have monies coming in to cover your cost of living, especially with inflation. You have to take that into consideration. Inflation, the cost of living goes up every year, three to five percent. So you want to make sure that whatever you're doing gives you a rate of return of at least six to eight percent so that. It accounts for inflation 10, 20, 40, 50 years from now. So it's important to sit down with the planner, talk about where you are now, when you want to stop working, what your current expenses are, what the life of your mortgage is, what the, if you have any young children, there's, there's a lot of things that you have to take and, you know, do a needs analysis and, and, and work with a strategy to make sure you don't outlive your money and make sure you have things in place to cover incidentals, long-term care, things of that nature that people don't think about. So when you're, when we're talking about disability retirement, insurance yeah, another mm-hmm. one. Yeah. A lot life insurance, disability insurance, long-term care insurance. There's so many things that will help us not have to tap into our current assets to deplete our retirement money Mm -hmm. i see that you know i'm glad you mentioned that because my mom worked at a place you know for all of my childhood childhood life some of your adulthood 21 22 Mm -hmm. so for 20 odd something years she was with one company they let her go and she really didn't plan yeah you know, she didn't plan. And so I think that's very important. What we're, what we're So go about ahead, today. Claudine. What did your mother teach you about retirement? Wow. Mm-hmm. Stop while you're young. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, what did my mom, well, what my mom didn't teach me. Well, let me tell you something. She didn't teach me about 401k. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't teach me about any other retirement avenues. Mm-hmm. 
I, I wish I could have learned about balancing earlier mm-hmm. in life. You know, mm-hmm. you get those little $35 fees every month. Yeah, of, You know, and it, even though it's, it's, it's small, it's still big. Because yeah. now you're looking at, I'm buying a house, and the bank is evaluating my bank statements. Yeah. And they're saying, you have too many overdrafts. Yeah. And so you don't know. I get clients today in their, you know, early, late 30s. And they don't realize how it impacts them. So I didn't learn that, you, you know, but I think you hit it But on- what'd you learn from her about retirement by seeing how she retired? Mm. I learned that I didn't want to retire that way. Yeah. I-, I learned that I want to retire on my own terms. And Shani, just, just to be, just to elaborate on that, that's why I became a real estate investor. Yeah. Y- you know, I figured if I could put tenants in properties and allow the tenant to pay off the mortgage... Mm. What other better place to be in than that? You know, Mm -hmm. and and I remember when I was about 33, I said, you know what? I'm going to have this amount of property. I'm going to retire at 35, and I don't want to sell real estate anymore. You you know, it is a job, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. You know, we we have flexibility, right? I'm here with you today, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we have flexibility, but guess what? If I don't sell a house, I don't get paid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's a problem. Mm Mm-hmm. The problem. So very early in life, I said, you know what? I realized that. I realized, you know what? I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work to get money in, yeah. in, in terms of me spending my time and energy. So I, I, I figured that out early. I did. And, and so watching my mom retire and not really having any really say so, mm-hmm. you know, over her company or her 401k where the right. funds were going to be going. Yeah. Because I don't believe you have an option when you're with your employer where those funds are divvied. Some people do. Some, Some people, people do. do. So do. there you go. Mm-hmm. And so the problem is though, and I was going to mention this earlier, and you were talking about maybe having a 401k on the outside of the company. The problem is that we don't even really know what the 401k is to begin with to even say, let me diversify within that, Mm -hmm. you know, fund. And so I didn't learn that. Mm -hmm. And so in my adult life, well, I had a rich mom. So, you know, maybe at the age of 18, 19, remember, I had my son at 14. And so I've got a young son. We started uh, Universal Life Policy. Wonderful. Right. When he was two and three years old. And mm-hmm. so can you imagine what that policy looks like has today? has some cash value. So now That's he has beautiful. A start. I can yeah. start him with something. Beautiful. You know, he secured life insurance at a young five, six years old. Wonderful. You, you know, he's locked in that rate. And the best thing about it is mom's paying it right now. Yeah, and, and, and that's a great point that you made. That's People don't understand how life insurance can be a wealth-building vehicle and how it could also be used to, to start you in life and also help you at the ending of your life. Um, and it's always important to lock in good rates when you're young and healthy, um, <clears throat> not waiting until you get older and you have some sort of chronic condition. But at any rate, outside of your J-O-B, your job, where you're working and they provide retirement vehicles, 401k, 403b. It depends if you're for-profit or non-profit, what it's called and um, how you invest. Outside of your company, you could invest by opening annuities, you know, cash value life insurance policies. There's different vehicles that you can use, you know, mutual funds, different vehicles that you can use to build towards retirement planning um, and and diversify and make sure that you insulate yourself from outliving your money. So if you don't know where you are, um, if you don't know what your financial picture looks like, it's very important to 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 take a, a snapshot, just like you get your annual physical every year. You go to the doctor, they pull your blood, they let you know how you're doing, how you're feeling, you know, you, you know what's going on with your body. You should do the same thing with your finances. Sit down with a financial advisor, sit down with a financial planner, someone who could do a needs analysis and take a snapshot. It's not, it's not just a one-time deal mm-hmm. because life changes. You have children, you lose children. Someone, you know, you have a job, you lose a job, you know. Things change and so we have to reassess that financial picture and readjust what we're doing to make sure we're on track to retirement and not outliving our money. You know, when when I created or when we started his life insurance policies, both both of ours, my initial 
reason for starting it was to build for his college fund. Mm -hmm. I just felt like, you know, if I went the traditional way and he decided to go out of state, I'd be in big trouble. You're, you're right. That was and, smart. And so the the good thing about it is that he got a scholarship. So mm -hmm. I got to continue yeah. paying into that policy. And now my thought is, you know, well, maybe if he wants to go to graduate school, he can start there. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe if he wants to get married sometime in the future, he can pull from that investment yes. account. Beautiful. And start, a, you know, start his yeah. family, yeah. buying a home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's beautiful. we've got to own your power. You've yes. got to own our own power. Yes. We've got yes. to empower others. We can't just hold this information in and say, you know what? Someone helped me. I'm getting wealthy. Yeah, and that's it. Right. That's no, for and no more. It, it doesn't start. <laughs> it, it doesn't stop there. We've yeah. got to continue Share. the community service and getting the information out, out there. there. You know why? Because information is key. Yeah, and it changes lives. And if you can stay ready, you don't have to worry about Playing getting catch up, ready, ready, catching, catching up. up. And yes. you, I'm so excited right now to hear you talk like that as somebody who has a testimony for this stuff that I try to educate my, my community about. Because it's one thing for me to go out there and say, this is what I recommend. And they're thinking, you're just trying to get my money. You're just trying to sell me something. But when you've actually done it and you've experienced it and you've tasted and you've seen that it's so good and you can talk about it, it gets me very excited because guess what? It works. I'm not just out here telling you to obtain this product because I'm trying to make some money. No, that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, I like to eat. Let, we got to eat. Let, let me but ask I, you if this makes sense. <laughs> you go to work, you clock in at eight, you clock out at five. Mm -hmm. Someone's paying you to enhance their company. Yeah. Why not spend a few extra dollars to enhance your own self-empowerment? Yeah. Mm -hmm. to, 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 to enhance your own knowledge. Your family, yeah. You, you know, and so for those of you that are listening out there, if you've got a seminar that may cost $59, you, you know, tune in. Yeah. Attend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're a book. A, a book. Oh, Person, yeah. empowerment. Person empowerment is a videos. great book. It's a great yeah. start. You can get the book. Yeah. You can watch the videos. Yeah. You can just tune and just become hungry for the information so that you can get yourself empowered. I'll talk a little bit about things that my mother did to teach me about retirement. Very interesting enough. So while my mother was holding down her two jobs, one as an entrepreneur, the other one as being uh, an account manager. Yeah, as being an account as being an account manager. Um, she did make sure when I got my first real job that I actually invested in the 401k. She yes. said that was one of the questions that she asked me. She said, um, do they have a 401k? And I said, yeah, mom, they do. They do have a 401k. And then she said, are they matching you? And I said, yeah, they're matching. She said, how much are they matching? And she would ask me, you know, okay, you know, and then she actually said to me, there's ways that you can do the matching. You can do the 2% match. You could do the 3% match. You could do the 4% match. Or are you going to max out the match? So I remember my mother making sure wow. that that was important. So that is a teachable moment. Yeah. You know, even just showing that to your children, looking at the statements, yes. taking the children with you to the appointments. Yes. So when you go and sit down, and sit in front of these financial advisors take your children yeah. with you so that yeah. they can hear the information so that it is the first time that they hear 401k yeah. is not when they're pressing hard and signing here right. on a you know contract saying hey i'm gonna work here for the next five six eight ten twenty years right. so that's one thing you definitely can do you can go ahead take your children with you when they do get their first job ask them hey do you have a 401k you know so interesting enough the way how i was able to put my down payment on my first property was actually yeah. from the funds yeah. of my 401k Four, right so what I had the opportunity <laughs> to do it actually was not a loan because remember when you do a withdrawal from your 401k as long as you're doing it for your first time purchasing a home you don't have to pay back you don't have to pay it's that money loan, back. Pay back right, right. there mm -hmm. you don't have to pay it back there is no taxation right you just get the money and you go ahead and put right. it down on the property and what was so interesting about that is at the time I had completed the job anyway. I completed it. I got a severance check. You know, so all of this great stuff was kind of just happening. But because I was invested in that 401k, that was part of the Beautiful. money that I used to purchase my first property. Because I remember when I did a little bit of background reading, I remember, hey, one of the ways that I can withdraw from this 401k is actually if I was purchasing, purchasing the house. house. That's right. So Without when any you, yeah, so that mm -hmm. was 
was like without, a, a without penalty, any without penalty. penalty, without any absolute penalty. So just one, if anything, one takeaway from this as it relates to telling your children about retirement, take them with you. If you're going to go see an insurance agent, take them with you so that they too can ask questions. And in fact, your children are going to ask better questions than you because mm-hmm. they're not afraid to yes. look like they don't know. No. You know so yeah. they're going to ask everything that you ain't asking. They thinking about what you're not thinking about. So they're going to ask, well, how much is this going to cost mommy? Right. And what is this actually going to do? Yeah. And then that person is going to have the challenge of breaking that information down to an element Entry level. level. That's so right. So she's going to give you the information and go get that child the information. Yeah. So take them with you. I agree. Take them with you. Show them your statements for the 401k. Just open it up and show them that, that people say, oh, no, I don't want my kids to know how much money I have. No, you need to let your children know they that. Know. And then they need to have that little subliminal mo- message. And this is my money. Right. <laughs> but, 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 this ain't no, your money. This it needs to be my direct. Money. Yeah, 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 very yeah. clear. This is yeah. my money. Let me show you the money that mommy has saved over a period of time. And truly, there's a lot of people that, and I'll let you tap in, there's a lot of people that mm-hmm. do generate wealth, you know, in this country by way of creating businesses through real estate. But most people who are able to have a decent amount of money saved up for retirement do so systematically That's over right. a long period of time. They start early. There's very few Beyonce's. There's very few Oprah's. There's very few people that's hitting the jackpot on the MLM. Mm. Most people are punching a clock nine to five and saving Valid in point. increments over a period of time. So yes, there are some studies out there where you hit the jackpot and you're able to create great residuals. But for people that are not there, just know that if you you have to be present for those little conversations. You can't close mm-hmm. the door, though. You can't yeah. just leave your money over there and close the yeah. door. You've yeah. got to schedule time. Let your child know, you know what? I don't just invest my money and leave it there. I actually call these people every six months. Mm-hmm. And I call them and I say, how is this money being invested? I ask them, hey, what companies is my money being right, invested? Funds, right. Which funds right. are my is my money going to? Break right. that down to me. Um, give me the stock symbols. Yeah. Tell me what these symbols are. What me, do they yeah, mean? Tell me how well Which right. company are right. they attached to? How's their performance? Been? How was their performance? Oh, okay, the this months. company. This I'm looking right. at this one. This has been a loss. This has been a loss. This has been a loss. Oh, we need you to reallocate. We really need to reallocate. <laughs> right. So having your children use terms like reallocate. Yeah diversified yeah. they yeah. know because if you are let's just say the only money they're gonna come into is that million dollar policy right, right. that you worked your life off to provide for them you they don't want to them to, to piss it. it away right and, and you don't will, want them to piss they don't, they don't it because know. they don't know Which they don't have don't the information know. you don't know we they're they're you know everybody knows how to tell you how to um stay broke but mm-hmm. can't nobody tell you how to maintain rich yeah and that's that conversation and so what i just wanted to interject earlier shani when you talked about letting your your children know where your statements are it's not just important for educating them, but also tomorrow's not promise. And I've seen so many times where people have passed and nobody knew there was money here mm-hmm. and nobody knew there was money there. So the family didn't benefit from it. The family didn't get it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's somewhere. They had to call that number. You yeah, know they got to call somewhere. that number, that lost phone number. Yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere. So it's very important. I also um, you know give my clients a little booklet where they can put all their information in, where all their accounts are, what they have, all their policies, and they can tell their children, if anything ever happens to mommy or daddy, you can find this book here and it'll tell you everything that you need to know so they have access to everything that you put in place to secure your future, which will, if something happens to you, pass down to your children and their children's children. I think just to put simply, we just have to train the children in the way they should go. You know, my son gets on me. He used to get on me. He used to get on me, Mom, but I don't understand. But he understands. You know, I look at his bank accounts and I, I look and I say, he understands. Mm-hmm. Mom, they got their financial aid and scholarship money and they went and bought Gucci belts and they mm-hmm. went and bought, they just blew it. And, and so I, I'm very proud. And so we've got to, again, Wonderful. empower our children. Great job. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't have any ch- children, empower yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and your circle of influence. Yeah. And if you do want to, and if you do, the best way to check in with yourself, the best check-in is I ask this question all the time when I'm teaching workshops, and especially when there's a duality between parents and children. And I always ask parents, raise your hand if you want your children to behave with money the way that you do. Mm, if no you're hands. very proud of that, <laughs> 
there may be a couple people. Right. But if just now when I asked you that question, it kind of gutted you like, you know what? Maybe I wouldn't want my children to spend money like this. Yeah. So what do I need Differently. to change? Yeah. You know, if I feel like every time I get my money, I always have more month than money. Mm. That means I need to start making some, some more changes, money, you yeah. know, or if I'm constantly getting overdraft fees. Okay. Or I, reduce your, your debt. Or yeah. reduce your Expense. debt elimination your and create some money. That's yeah. two things. Yeah. That's, 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 key. That's, that's key. If you go ahead, Claudia. You know, you, know you, hit it on, you hit it on the nail earlier. You know, I had a seminar last Sunday about building wealth and there were two people in there that were under the age of 18 and it was very Beautiful. impressive. Yes. Very impressive. Beautiful. They learned a lot of information. That's empowerment. Yes. That's what we call empowerment. Yes. So if you don't have the information and you're listening and you're going through your checklist like, no, I don't want my children to have all these student loans. No, I don't want my children to, you know, have to get somebody else to sign on their credit application. No, I don't want that for my children. Let me get the information for my gaps. And that's how we can train our children up in the way that we want them to go by training up ourselves. And so the best Mother's Day gift you can give is to have your mom, yourself, schedule an appointment with me, your financial advisor, Sky Maduro. We'll do a needs analysis. We'll take a snapshot. We'll get you on track. Call me, 954-465-9176. That's 954-465-9176. And uh, another great Mother's Day gift that you can give uh, to yourself or to your mother or to your other mother mother <laughs> is a, a great book called 10 Things Every Woman Should Keep in Her Purse. You can order it on PurseEmpowerment.com. Uh, you can also get them to watch some of my great videos that will put all kinds of power up in your purse mm -hmm. by watching Purse Empowerment TV. You can get it on Facebook or you can get it on YouTube. That's me, Shawnee Curry St. Phil. And if you want to increase or expand that portfolio with real estate, you are going to call Claudia Ann Hibbert Smith at 954-874-2211. That's Claudia Ann Hibbert Smith at 954-874-2211. You've been tuned in to What's in Your Purse Wednesday on Own Your Power Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Mother's Day.
Mm-hmm. Having you close to me, amazing. 